is Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate. Presented by CFO Intelligence with your host, Andrew Zizis. Expert guidance for CFOs on corporate real estate planning, portfolio optimization, global transactions, driving efficiencies and cost reduction, and more. And now, here's your host, Andrew Zizis. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate where we bring to middle market and enterprise company CFOs the insights and strategies to deploy their company's real estate to achieve increased operating efficiencies and flexibility and drive greater profits. I'm your host, Andrew Zizis. During each show, I'll share just one idea, one thought or one focus, that's all, as part of an overall discussion about driving opportunity, your company's real estate. Could your company's leased or owned facilities negatively affect value in a business sale or liquidity event? Could those facilities hinder your company's ability to close an intended deal? Well, you bet. As CFO, understanding this issue can be critical to the failure or success of a pending deal. Let's think out loud. You're preparing your company for sale, or maybe just a division or a business unit. Or maybe you're working toward another kind of liquidity event, like a debt or an equity raise. You've done your due diligence, but you're asking yourself if there's more to do. Your attorneys have checked all the facility boxes. Your company's gotten appraisals on the values of all owned facilities. You've confirmed that facility leases are up to date, your company's not in default, and your documents are well organized and readily available. You've done a great job. But have you charged your experts to get deep under the covers on your facilities, to find hidden opportunities and potential risks that if identified in advance, might either enhance your M&A deal or cripple it. Now, this discussion only matters if your company's facilities are either large in size or value, um, if they're mission critical to your company making the sale, or if those facilities are important to the acquirer. Now, you might ask yourself, how important is this really? And it's, it's real estate after all, and will we uncover much that'll significantly affect transaction value? Well, simply put, if you don't search for it, you won't find it, and if you do, it might be too late. And rest assured, if your buyer hires me to assess your facilities as part of its buy-side due diligence, well, my team will find whatever exists as a means of driving value for our buy-side client, both risks that could negatively affect our buyer and opportunities for our buyer to drive down valuation and the purchase price or secure more favorable terms in the transaction. In these types of events, there are numerous categories that require advanced exploration. In lease facilities, for example, is your company overpaying on rent that, if significant, could negatively affect the valuation of your company and bring down your sale price? Are there terms contained in your facility leases that overly restrict the occupant, or are certain preferred terms non-existent, either of which could create risks that could also devalue your company's sale value? For leased facilities, have you completed appropriate due diligence on the financial health of the buildings that you occupy and their landlords? You conduct due diligence on other suppliers, don't you? So why not on your landlords? Do significant vacancies exist in other spaces at the facilities you occupy? Could the buildings you occupy be in financial distress? Could the landlords be planning a sale? Timing-wise, that might compromise your business transaction. Could the landlord be planning some alternate use for the property that would hinder its use by the acquirer or uh, of your business assets? Does the lease contain rights or restrictive covenants that are beneficial to the landlord but detrimental to the occupant? 
At the time of this episode, rental and sale prices for distribution, manufacturing, and technology facilities have increased significantly and show signs of continued rise. Have you determined how your company might capitalize on this trend in your transaction? In many markets, office and retail rental and sale prices are suffering. Have you assessed how your company can protect its sale value if the transaction includes these asset classes? Perhaps advanced renegotiation of such leases could slow downward valuations. Are the length of leases of sufficient term to be deemed as stable and attractive to a buyer? If they're too long, perhaps negotiating in advance with your company's landlords might prove beneficial. If these leases are too short, conversely, and correspondingly, if rental prices are expected to rise significantly, an advanced renegotiation between your company and your landlord now, before you make the deal, may prove beneficial in enhancing that transaction. For example, in many New York City side street office buildings, landlords can cancel leases without recourse to occupants if they elect to convert those buildings to another use, like apartments, condos, or hotels. Have you determined if your facility would have greater value to you if you removed it from the sale and disposed of it separately? This could be true of lease facilities also, depending upon the property type, supply and demand profiles. But it could create beneficial opportunities, especially for owned facilities. Did you know that there are 13 different ways to monetize owned properties and therefore 13 possible different values? To learn more about how to monetize your company's owned facilities, watch a previous episode of Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate entitled Different Values for the Same Property. We released that one in February of 2022. In many company or business unit sales, the seller retains ownership of the facilities and transfers its operating leases to the buyer. Interestingly, many companies sign leases with their own operating companies that favor their owned company, favor the company that owns the real estate. But while those terms may have been acceptable to your company, which was in essence both landlord and tenant, they may not be acceptable to the acquirer of your business assets and could pose unnecessary and possibly significant risk to your deal. Have you conducted a thorough engineering analysis of the physical plants at your facility, such as roof, structure, foundation, facade, HVAC, vertical transportation, fire safety, and other systems to ensure that they are operating to capacity, have a reasonable remaining useful life, and are up to code and will support the intended functional use of the buyer of your company or business unit? Have you assessed the dollar value of required improvements and how that might negatively affect your deal? If the sale is dependent in any way on the buyer being able to operate the property for any period of time, have you determined if such challenges could be significant enough to negatively affect or obstruct your transaction? Conversely, have you compared your facilities to those at similar companies in your industry or competitive properties within the regional market to determine if they offer features or benefits on which your company can significantly capitalize in a sale or liquidity event? Now, I'm not suggesting that your company should move in multiple directions concerning its facilities prior to engaging in transaction negotiations. But I do very strongly recommend that when preparing and in advance of a transaction, your company should conduct a deep assessment of any leased or owned facilities that might transfer as part of that transaction to identify risks and opportunities that could negatively or positively affect your sale transaction or other liquidity event. I hope these insights will be of help to you in planning your next M&A transaction. If you'd like to learn more, email me at andrew.zizas at cfointel with two L's.com. Tune in next week 
and I'll share more ideas on how your company can drive opportunity in its leased and owned real estate. Thanks for watching. This is Andrew Zizas for CFO Intelligence and for driving opportunity, your company's real estate. I'll see you again soon. Thanks for joining us on Driving Opportunity, Your Company's Real Estate, presented by CFO Intelligence with your host, Andrew Zizas. If you have questions about how best to optimize your company's real estate, email Andrew at andrew.zezas at cfointell.com. If how you serve your company and your career would be enhanced by connecting with peer CFOs from around the country, Visit CFOintel.com to explore the benefits of becoming a CFO Intelligence member. While you are there, subscribe to CFO Intelligence Magazine, take the CFO Business Sentiment Survey, arrange to attend exclusive CFO events, and explore our other CFO-focused podcast series, CFOs in Motion and CFO Career Accelerator. That website again is CFOintel.com, C-F-O-I-N-T-E-L-L.com. Remember to subscribe to this podcast series on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been Driving Opportunity, your company's real estate, presented by CFO Intelligence with your host, Andrew Zizes. We'll see you next time. The opinions and views presented on this podcast by Andrew Zizes are his own and may not be relied upon as fact. The opinions and views of others who appear on this show are their own as well and may not be relied upon as fact or for any other purpose. Opinions and views and other information are provided for general information and educational purposes only.